in this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Romans 11, verses 1 through 6, where I'll ask the question, has God rejected his people? Romans 11, verses 1 through 6 says, I asked them, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin, God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he appeals to God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars. And I alone am left and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. Paul is working through this question of how the people of Israel relate to the Christians who are of Gentile descent. Because this is a big question that we're even dealing with today. People have varying opinions on whether or not those descended from Abraham are still a part of the people of God, even after having rejected Christ. And Paul is addressing that here in the book of Romans. And as he goes through and explains his position, he's making it abundantly clear that the Lord has not rejected his people, but that we might have misunderstood how one becomes a part of the people of God. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 6. Thought number one, Paul's example. Paul points out that, well, not all of the Jews are rejected by God because I myself am one. Paul makes this point clear. He says, listen, I'm a descendant of Abraham. I know where I come from. I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. This is where my people come from, and I am a part of that covenant community. But he points out that he's a part of that covenant community on the basis of what Christ has done in the foreknowledge of the Father, not based upon his genealogy. And this is something that we really have to understand, that you're made a member of the covenant on the basis of faith, not on the basis of your heritage. It's not on the basis of works, but it's by the grace of God according to his divine election. And when we understand that, then we can see that God is able to raise up sons of Abraham from the very stones. He is able to select who is a descendant of Abraham regardless of their lineage. And that's important for us to know. Thought number two, kept for himself. Paul uses the example of Elijah, how Elijah thought he was the last of the faithful. He thought he was the last of the people of Israel, not because there weren't other Israelites around, but because he only saw himself as being faithful to God. And what does the Lord tell him? The Lord tells him that, no, I've saved 7,000 people who haven't bent the knee to Baal. You might think that you're the only one. You might think that you're all alone, but that isn't the case because I have kept for myself my own people. I have kept for myself a remnant. And this is what the Lord is always doing. He's always keeping a remnant for himself. He's always keeping a segment of his people faithful. And this should give us a great sense of comfort, knowing that the Lord is able to preserve his people regardless of the circumstances taking place in the world. Elijah thought he was the only one left, but there were another 7,000 who were still faithful to God. 
See, he just did it. No way. Thought number three, chosen by grace. Ultimately, what Paul is getting across here is that you are a child of God on the basis of God's grace. So first and foremost, we have to see that being a part of the covenant community is not on works. It's not based on merit. It's not based on lineage, but it's based solely upon the grace of God. And the sooner we get that, the sooner we recognize that all of salvation, all of being a part of the covenant people of God is rooted in God's graciousness, then we stop thinking that it has to do with our works, our lineage, our righteousness. Because we ultimately know that our righteousness is only to be found in Christ. See, we are chosen on the basis of God's grace and not on anything else. And as we dwell in that truth, then we come to see that God is far greater, far more powerful, and far more controlling of his creation than we had ever thought or imagined. And that is a good thing. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Romans chapters 11 and 12. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of scripture together.